Charmed Life, a radio show discussing spirituality, magic, and the unconditional love of the universe. Thanks for tuning in. And I'm your host, Trisha Carr. Thank you for joining me today. I'm very excited about the show today. I have an amazing guest who is the second time the second time she's been on the show. She is a phenomenal, wonderful bright light on this world. Before I welcome on my guest, I would like to tell you just about a couple of things. First of all, I have announced the next date for my intuitive mediumship development class. It is September 16th. I believe that is a Sunday, 2018, if you're listening to this in an archive. I'm doing these classes about twice per month, and they are times for us to actually get together. We do a thing where I say, clean up your filters first, where there's some teaching, some questions asking so that we can clean up the filtering of your multidimensional connecting. The next step of that after that is to induce you into your intuitive mind. It's like a hypnotic kind of induction, a meditation that I lead us in so that we can bypass that conscious mind, get directly to the intuitive spiritual sensing mind. And then we practice with one another and we develop. It is so fun. Above all, we just get together and love on each other. So it's only 44 bucks. It's about a two hour, sometimes two and 15, two hours and 15 minute class. You can check it out on my website, trishacarcharm.com. Go to Healing Arts Academy under my website, trishacarcharm.com, Healing Arts Academy. I have a calendar there of all of the upcoming things that I'm doing, whether they're classes or appearances on through my Patreon group, which I would love for you guys to join if you like this program, patreon.com slash trishacar. We meet twice a month with that group, depending on your tier of patronage, and there are discounts on all of the different things that I offer. I'm actually going to be I'm hosting a special class just that you can only access through my Patreon group, and it is the Universal Laws and Archangels, where I'm channeling information from the Archangels about particular Universal Laws. So that has not been, the registration's not open for that yet, but do join my Patreon page, and you'll learn all about that when it's time. And... Finally, yeah, so go to the go to trishacarcharm.com slash intuitive hyphen development to sign up. The spaces are really limited on that. But again, if you miss this one, then you can always join the next one there. Like I say, about every two weeks. All right. So today we have the amazing spiritual coach, singer songwriter. She is the uh, her company is called Darian Empire and her name is Darian. Welcome, honey. Hi, thank you so much. That class sounds amazing, by the way. Oh, the Archangels and Universal Laws? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited about it. I, you know, the reason that I teach is so that I can learn. <laughs> right. You yeah. know, especially with the channeling component. And, yeah, I'm really yeah. excited about it. I mean, I love looking at all of the Universal Laws. It's basically just different perspectives of how energy and unconditional love functions. And that's what we're composed of, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I told you I recently had, like, a psychic awakening. And so... I don't have as much, I don't have as many words for it all. Oh, you know I what I mean? It. I, I, it's like I, I am experiencing everything, but I don't quite know how to articulate it in the way that you do. So oh. <laughs> we all have something to learn from each other. <laughs> yes, we do. Well, in the state that you're experiencing it right now, that is still, that is completely as you know, activating and healing for yourself and others as being able to put words to it because you're just holding the frequency. I mean, that's the base thing. Words are just signposts pointing back to the frequency, <laughs> you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, it, it's been quite an experience. So, you know, we'll probably get into that in the call. Yes. Here. Well, we actually... We I entitled this Empaths, Keepers of the Cosmic and Spiritual Portal, because you and I both came to 
our spiritual and psychic kind of awakening through the portal itself of understanding the empathic nature, understanding how the, you know, identifying with the idea of being an empath, one who senses and feels other people's emotions and thoughts as though they are natively their own and how that was maybe not functioning properly for us. Yeah. (laughs) Which was a blessing. Yes. Amen. Yeah. (laughs) Huge, huge awakening there. And Yeah, and that's that led me into everything else. The very next thing that I opened up was animal communication and then sort of mediumistic stuff after that. So do would you like to share your journey, uh, you know, give us a recap because you've been on the show before, but particularly about this psychic awakening you're you're um, yeah, sharing. So, yeah. and I love that you call it a portal mm-hmm. um, because it is sort of new for me seeing it in that way. So, um I I suffered with depression for a long time, and of course, a spiritual path is what led me to find a, a great deal of freedom. Really, the only bit of freedom that I could find was on a spiritual path. And then, of course, that led me to meeting spiritual people where I had somebody say, oh, yeah, you're an empath, just like so nonchalant. <laughs> me and it's too. so funny that we have, like, I feel like that's always how it happens because how I had my psychic awakening is I had a psychic tell me I was psychic, so I'll get into that, but... <laughs> So, so I discovered I was an empath and it was like me, you know, I, I start looking up all the, I could, anything I could find that was like traits of an empath, 10 signs you're an empath, 15 signs, 55 traits of an empath, like anything I could find <laughs> on what it meant to be an empath, I was looking up and it was like a humongous aha for me. And I was like, I suffered depression my whole, not my whole life, but my whole Uh, from 11 on Mm -hmm. until 24 is when I finally hit rock bottom and then, and then found like had a spiritual awakening. And I was just like, everyone around me in my adolescence had an alcohol or drug addiction, or they themselves suffered with depression. I was, you know, I ran, I ran with a lot of like gangsters and like even my peers were, you know, so I was always around extremely negative people Mm. and it just made so much sense to me. So then I started teaching, right? Just like you say, you teach what you learn, right? Mm -hmm. And so I started, I I didn't really, I was just sharing it because it was such an aha for me. So I started sharing it on my YouTube channel and just like, oh my God, you guys, I'm an empath. (laughs) Like you need to know this (laughs) because it is. And I think a lot of people, some people, Okay, a lot of people, (laughs) a lot of people will find out that they're an empath and then they'll stay in a sense of victimhood. And I was like, what are you people doing? This is like a life changer, guys. Like, what are you doing? So I realized that there was a lot of victim mentality out there and I started sharing it. Um, I started sharing, you know, this is a time to be empowered. This is not a time to be a victim. You're free. You found the answer. Like that. That's how I felt. I felt free. I felt like, oh, my God, my whole world opened up. And so through me sharing it, I started to really very quickly attract a large eager following mm. to learn about um, being an empath. So in, in that sense, I learned about the traits of empaths even more. I understood empaths because thousands upon thousands of them were emailing me the same problems, the mm-hmm. same exact thing. So I learned 
quite a lot. Now, this still, while I'm still on my own spiritual path, I'm studying Abraham Hicks. I'm studying A Course in Miracles. I'm studying just my own, the, just having a relationship with the source within myself and whatever messages come through. And then just this past, so I guess it was probably maybe four years ago that somebody told me I was an empath. Mm. And... You know, I, I've learned energy healing since then. I t now I teach empaths energy healing, which has been amazing for me. I've become extremely empowered. What I did not know that that it was a portal that when you become empowered as an empath, you then can awaken other um, sensitivities and, and intuitive mm -hmm. uh, natures and all of that. So I reached out to a psychic somebody told me to go to go to and she said she read my crown chakra and she's like oh you're you are a true clairvoyant you've been receiving premonitions your whole life you just don't know it and everything she said to me the way she worded it the way she said yeah everything that you fear none of that's real but all the other stuff is mm. and just the way she worded it to me i knew in that moment that i was psychic i just knew I mean, I, I had I had predicted the um, my daughter's father, my first daughter's father committed suicide in 2010, oh. and I predicted that. I knew he was going to die. I couldn't see him in our future. Mm. I predicted. I didn't predict. I saw I saw a vision of my second daughter in my womb two weeks before I conceived her. Wow. And to me, that wasn't like, oh yeah, I'm psychic. But at the moment I accepted that my whole crown chakra opened like it was like a sun ray just bursting out of me and all of a sudden i could see the realm of what i would call everyone's soul story i guess mm. you could call it that just came out of me i don't know <laughs> it's like it's not it's not necessarily that I can see everyone's soul because that I could already see as an empath. I could right. already feel everyone's soul. But I could see visions of like what your soul path is meant to be on this earth. Mm. Like what your soul is are so Apex might call that the vortex. Right. Right. And so and and also I could see pathways to get there. Right. Like if you start painting today eventually and follow that love or if you start doing, you know, I had a friend who I was like, I feel like you should start doing classes and teaching art and, you know, that's going to get you here. And I just started seeing things. Um, but that in that particular moment, uh, she also told me I had a goddess around me. I'm very into the divine feminine. I'm very, I very much, um, vibrate with the divine feminine mm. and lots of healing that's due to a lot of the sexual traumas I've been through so a lot of the healing that I accept is from the divine feminine of course and so um, I could see the goddess mm. right in mm. front of me right in front of me and this is this was the part in that moment when I had that psychic awakening I was weeping because I could see the goddess in my in my mind's eye but I could speak to her just like I'm speaking to you right now and get an answer right back, mm. which is not how the empath intuition works. Right. But you I know what I'm saying? I have to emphasize something that you said that the, I get, I think it was that you were quoting the psychic who helped you help to catalyze that awakening. Everything that you fear is not real, but everything else is. Oh, yeah. Powerful. And I want to go deeper into that. 
Yes. Because I want to, I want to talk about how I've been ha- having no choice but to learn to develop this. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, can I uh, say also we we do have the phone lines open three two three five two four two five nine nine. If you would like to call in, if you have a if you'd like any support about your awakening, your empathic um, management. Or if you have any questions, we could maybe lend some intuitive insight. Three two three five two four two five nine nine with myself and Darianne. Go ahead, hon. Beautiful. Okay. So I started to weep. Mm-hmm. And I was like, really? I was like, where the hell have you been <laughs> in my life? Because I've had a pretty messed up life. And where the hell were you? And I immediately went back to when I was five years old and I was... Um, one of my classmates would touch me, um, touch all my private parts every time I stood up and he sat at my table and it was very violating. It lasted the whole year. Nobody really did anything about it, even though I told on him and I felt so abandoned by Mm. everybody in that moment. And I asked spirit, where the hell were you? And what they told me was I wasn't meant to carry the pain with me. Like, The experience Mm. was to happen. It was just an experience. But I wasn't meant to, in that moment, I chose to be alone. In that moment, I chose that I was no longer supported by God. And in that choice that I made, I was then experiencing the lack of support from God for literally all of my life after that until I started developing another relationship with God at 24. Amazing. And I felt so abandoned, but it was my, I mean, what I think that people, and I'm still learning, I think we're all still learning, that people don't really understand is how truly powerful we are and how truly we are deciding all of this. Unconsciously, mostly, for some of us, I feel like in in this world, people that are listening to this are thinking about things much more consciously, but we don't realize our power. And the and so now I'll get into that thing that we talked about with the fears, right? So can I, Darren, we actually do have a caller. Do you mind if okay, we take great. a call and see if uh, we yeah. can lend some support to someone else? But we're going to get into those fears. That's what, yes. wonderful. Important. Very important. Hi, you're on the air. Who's this? All right, I'll say it again. Hello, you're on the air. Can you hear us? What's up, Kurt? Is Hello. It coming through? There we are. Hi. <laughs> Who's this? This is Chris Lannon. How are you doing? Great, Chris. We have Darianne on with us. Thank you so much for calling. How can we help Hi. you today? Hi. Um, I've watched you both for years. Amazing. I'm just so excited to be on today. Oh, that's amazing. Aww. Thank you so much. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you guys are such upli- uplifting folks. I just love you both. Oh, so are you. I can feel it. (laughs) I know. Love to you as well. That's awesome. (laughs) Well, thanks for having me on today. I appreciate uh, having me so I could talk to you guys. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for calling in. What's on your mind today? Well, I I got a question for you, maybe for both of y'all. I got a question as far as um, if there's anything that my... Guys, I'm going through a bunch of stuff right now, and that my guides or you know angels have any messages for me, or you know, I'm kind of at a crossroads right now. Okay, I'm um, sorry, I'm making notes. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Darian. Uh, would do you have something for? Is it Chris Lynn? Is that what you said? 
Oh, Christina Lannon. Oh, you can call me Chris. Christina. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, do you have some yeah. any uh, anything for Christina? Or would you like me to uh, feel into it yeah, first? Yeah, you, you, you. Go ahead. Okay, Chris. <clears throat> Christina, the first thing as you started to talk is I'm feeling some high heart to the throat connection that is uh, developing. Uh, I would say healing, but it's actually development, and it, it's um, it may feel actually in this very moment it feels a bit like. There is, it does, you maybe even experience it as, well, it's healing. Like there's some kind of movement, but it doesn't feel maybe as easily vibrating to the abundance of it. And so it feels like I'm moving some things through and a little bit of, it feels like we're moving through and transmuting some sadness as well as um, being able to experience uh, your voice. Like you, you feel like you have experienced, you've expressed yourself in the past, but it seemed to have fallen on deaf ears. Does this make sense to you? Yes. Yes, of course. Yes, it does. All right, cool. And so um, in the path, and here's the deal. It actually has a lot to do with the cosmic energies right now, that particular thing. You know, we have the eclipse season we've gone through, and there's the event, and there's the uh, Mercury retrograde. Mm-hmm. And, and the, the, the good news about that is that that's not always the case. But right now, because you are so sensitive and you're working with the global energies and the galactic energies, that it is really in alignment with that. Mm -hmm. So what it does, what it's doing is asking you to be patient and present, but the unfolding is like right around the corner. And so this has to do with family and career, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. The, The career part, definitely. And the family part's gotten a lot better. Okay, good. But uh, there's something about the shifting in the career that uh, makes the family part a little bit, well, just not Mm -hmm. challenged isn't exactly the word, but it just shifts it a little bit. Okay, so we did some, right? No, I'm asking, right? We did some work with the family, and now you feel a bit freer to move with the career, but when the career thing actually does do the transition, then it's going to change the lifestyle a bit. Yes. Yes. Yes, definitely. Okay. It's all, it's all, yes. I, I want to kick it over to Darian again, because how we actually started out saying your fears are, are illusions, but absolutely everything else is real. The vision that you have for the career, mm-hmm. when you put aside the fears, including the ones that may shift your lifestyle, none of that matters. You just focus on that vision and the he, you are a healer. Um, and, and it's very much about um, the expression too. So I don't know if it's teaching or counseling or both. That's what I'm feeling for you, and mm-hmm. but just holding that presence. This is literally uh, a, an alignment with what you're you've been experiencing, or yes, okay. Um, I've actually thought I I had an idea pop into my head uh, about maybe getting on YouTube, doing like a one card spread. You know, uh, you know, doing a because I've been learning tarot for the last couple of years. We love it, and I thought, yeah, you know, Darian loves it too. The possibility of just going on. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Darren, you go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead now, too. And and yet, when you said YouTube, I start, I like started fist pumping because I'm <laughs> always, anytime somebody says, I'm thinking about doing a YouTube, I'm like, yes, do it. Okay. So what I started to see, the first thing I saw was a crow. And that, for me, always means that you're being, you are being led to, it really is like you being led to a destiny, right? But I, what I, the vision that I saw is as you talked about all these crossroads, I saw these many crossroads in your awareness, like you, even you just thinking about all of the many different crossroads you're at is really conflicting your energy. And I just kept seeing you, you just have to drop, you got to drop it, like surrender, drop the struggle. It's really not for you to know. 
And so what I'm, the vision mm-hmm. I'm seeing is like a lot of, it's like, it's a, it's not necessarily darkness, but it is clouding you. And there is a lot of shit you need to drop. And this, the, the things that are going on in astrology right now are really helping you. That's, it's kind of right now for everybody, it's like a weird upheaval of mm-hmm. all of this weird shit. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but the crossroads, I'm just oh, yeah. feeling like there's a lot you need to just drop. And, and I think it's, I mean, I just know this without even knowing it intuitively that it's not your job to worry about the how, but I'm also seeing that you're by you dropping it, dropping the struggle, dropping, you know, the first thing that comes to your mind when I say you need to drop it, whatever that is for you, like the confusion, Mm -hmm. just drop it all. Cause I'm seeing you as a very pure, clean energy, but your attention to the crossroads and to, Oh, what can I do here? And I feel like you've also probably got some relationships around you, some people that are kind of distracting, like sort of negatively Mm -hmm. distracting you. And I also felt as you you were, as um, Trisha was speaking, I was feeling a very warm, loving male energy next to me. So I don't know if you have somebody that has crossed over that is guiding you, that is a very warm, loving male energy for you, Mm -hmm. or you just happen to have that energy with you. But it's definitely a very loving mm-hmm. male energy that's helping to guide you. Um, so I would say keep connecting with that or whatever that is. Like I don't even care if it's you just pray to Jesus all the time or you or you know exactly who I was talking about when I said that. Allow that to be like sort of your crow. So I when I see a crow, that's my guiding light. That's sort of like you're on the right track. Just follow or follow that north star. So allow that whatever that spiritual connection you have with some sort of masculine loving male energy um that's going to help mm-hmm. you because when you put your focus on that it will take the focus off of the crossroads I, so that's what I'm- i picked up okay. i wrote down and i don't know this ascended master that well this this amazing ascended master but el moira is his name and so before darian was picking up on that divine masculine and he's it's very peaceful but very um secure and sturdy as well kind of like yeah yeah, so check into El Moira and see if that particular ascended master and the I know he oversees at the, one of the rays too. I think maybe the ray that is uh, the red ray. Anyway, uh, check into El Moira because, like I say, I haven't really worked with him that much myself, but he came through. So uh, I think you could oh, really great. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that makes yeah, him, the, yeah. yeah the crossroads thing. I I get that. It's like sometimes those crossroads are going to seem equally prioritized. And the the reason that they'll see that seem that way to you is because you just need to pick the one that's here and now and love it, and then that makes it prioritized. It's about your empowerment. Yeah, and, the, and yeah. I want to add to that too. The only thing that's going to pull you out of anything is focusing on what feels good. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because maybe that not feeling so good on that one. No. <laughs> on things, but um, the raven. I, I was thought that the raven. Or the crow was my totem animal. And when you yeah. said that, I like totally went, yes. Amazing. You know? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. from the lady yeah. who recently had a psychic awakening. So I guess that makes some sense. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. <laughs> the crow's uh, been ladies, my turn as well, awesome. but that's always I just a, love y'all to death. And I, oh, shout out to the Light Workers Lab. Thank you. Yay. I forgot. Thank you for saying that, Christine. I forgot to say hello to the Light Workers Lab, <laughs> an online spiritual community of which I am a moderator and a guide, a teacher. You can find it on Facebook by searching the Light Workers Lab in groups. Join our community. It's resourceful. It's an education platform. It is a fellowship. Do join us. Thank you so much, Christina, for calling Thank in. You. Check in with us again. Thank you. Thank you. I will take care of y'all. I love you all. You take too. care and have a great day. Oh, we, love we love you. you. Too. Love you. Bye. Great. Well, get us into cool. that fear and the illusion of the fear. <sighs> okay. So it's, it's just been so interesting for me. I think the more we get into more alignment, then we get to this point where we're sort of going through vibrations with a fine tooth comb Mm. and we just keep going through it, keep going through it. And what I'm noticing is like even the slightest bit of doubt within me skews my messages. It skews everything. And then it even starts to manifest. So that's like a whole nother, like talking about the law of attraction. So what I realized was when she said that, right, anything that you fear, it's not even true. Right. So, because what happens is fear The attention to fear, it's like putting on what I call fear goggles. Mm. It skews reality, and then it starts to create a skewed reality, right? (laughs) So when you're talking about that on a psychic awareness level or an intuitive awareness level, the, the messages are instantaneous, right? So the moment you have a fear, the moment something comes about, maybe you get a vision and you start reacting because you probably have some sort of a trigger. It's reflecting something like you could be reading somebody else Mm -hmm. and have like be lighting up triggers within yourself that probably need healing. And that's even more work that we can do. But what I've been practicing is just, you just have to release the fears, let that fear go and focus on the vision or focus on the light, focus on the love, focus on what feels good. Really. I have to decide. I have to say, Nope. Fear is not within me. Mm. I keep practicing God lies in certainty. God Mm. lies in certainty. And so when you lie in certainty, you lie in God. Mm -hmm. You can't get any other visions. Like, I think that it's a... Anytime I hear people say, oh, my God, this psychic told me that, like, somebody's going to do this terrible thing to me and there's all this dark, you know, black magic around me and they create a lot of fear... I'm like, no, that's not true. Right. If the psychic was fearful, it's not true. Well, and a psychic, you know? psychics can, if without, psychic is sort of a, you know, the word psychic is actually a, a word that holds a lot of meaning, but sort of yeah. a, a modern use of it right now, we kind of think of it as just tapping into to field, not necessarily yeah. connecting with love, which I don't think it, it you know, denotatively need, needs to mean that, but that's sort of how we perceive it right now. So we just think about it that way. Then, yeah, sure, a psychic who maybe fear uh, oriented her fear based herself can tap into your fears. Maybe she's empathic and you know malfunctioning as an empath, and then ask yeah. and then you know collaborate to manifest them. Yeah, of course <laughs> that can <Yeah>. happen. <laughs> We're magical, yeah, and we can use our magic in the way that harms us. You know, just the way we can use a car to get us to. Um, you know, something wonderful, you know, our own wedding, or we can use it to run over an old lady in the crosswalk. Don't do that. Don't do it. (laughs) 
No, don't do that. <laughs> Absolutely. But I th- and I think that's why I think it's so perfect, so divinely perfect that my psychic awakening happened after I had already gotten a very strong knowing relationship with the truth of God and the truth of love and how the fears really are illusions because and I know that especially even more now because when I so when I start to get a vision and I feel the fear the vision starts to get really scary and it looks terrifying Mm -hmm. and then when I clear the fear the vision becomes different now what I mean by that is I'm not saying that I'm pulling through visions of all rainbows and butterflies. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that I'm taking off my fear goggles and putting on my rose-colored glasses so that I'm only seeing good things. That is my opinion of what's good and bad. That's not my job as a true reader, right? It's not my job to say what's good and bad. The fear, when I say it's bad, I then skew the reality or I skew the, the message that I'm receiving. So when i predicted the death of my daughter's father i didn't feel not one lick of fear Mm -hmm. about it right it just was it was matter of fact Mm -hmm. and so from from my own personal experience of what i'm pulling through is what is just is it's neither it's not good bad here nor there it just is now of course in the realm of spirit it is love everything is um, some variation of love certainty um, you know, and all of that peace, it just is though. Yes. It's not a good and a bad that that's our own human mind sort of judging what we're receiving. So when I notice that I, it just is what it is, there's no judgment on it and there's no fear, then that's a true message coming through me. The moment I start to fear it, the message gets all skewed and I'm not picking up clear visions. I'm not really tuning into the truth. Now, again, like you said, you could I could pick up on somebody else's fear, especially being an empath. I could totally read people's fears. But when I'm getting these particular messages, the, the visions that I'm getting, I intentionally am only tuning into the soul's version of what you should be living in this life or what your soul already really is living in this life. You just haven't quite tuned into it completely yet if you're not living that life. Right, because there are infinite perspectives that we can, that that there are infinite perspectives in the universe. And so as you say, obviously when you're, when you're, um, was he your husband at the time? Is that what you said? Uh, My first daughter's father. Okay, yeah. So your daughter's father, you know, obviously from this perspective, it is painful and it is a wrong or bad thing to happen. And when that did actually physically happen, you went through pain and grief. And um, of course, and so from that perspective, we're not negating, we're not spiritually bypassing what happens in the life and the experience that would be the contrast or the pain and the suffering or the difficulty and the challenges. But from that higher perspective, all things are neutral. And you picked it up from that higher perspective, from that higher truth, probably possibly from his oversoul, from his higher self saying, look, this is the choice that's been made in this life. And you were in the energy of it because of being an empath and being intuitive. Like we just sense it in advance when we're in alignment. And so you were just in alignment with the thing that was in the offing and... There wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, well, Darian, you should have gone in there and rushed in and changed it. That's not the call for this particular experience. 
No. Yeah. And I also had, um, just for that, that particular experience, I had another vision, um, where before I found out I was psychic, I was already getting psychic visions, but he, where he actually came to me and visited me and showed me heaven, showed me that I've never left heaven. I've always been in heaven. I was surrounded by angels and beings on the other side. And I was an angel and a being on the other side. And that's what he showed me. And that this was all planned. Like this was all part of our plan where he was going to pass. He was mm. going to commit suicide so that I could do things so that our daughter could do things to help people. This was all part of the plan. And he really did show me this, but that it also wasn't, you know, like God's plan as, as so many people think God's plan is like, they don't have control over it. It was our choice. Mm hmm as a part of God, as beings of God, it was our choice. And that's just what he showed me. And it was beautiful. And it was really like, he was like, I sacrificed my life so that we as a team could help the people that need us. And in truth, he's not dead. He's with me right now. Mm. You know what I mean? He's always with me. Anytime I think of him, he's there mm. anytime. And that's another reason why I knew that, um, that death wasn't real. That was the greatest way for me to heal through um, through his his suicide and, and grieve through that. It was a really graceful, beautiful period for me. And I realized that any time I thought about him, I could feel him like he was in the room. And I said, well, if he really was dead, I would not be able to feel him like he's here. Mm. I wouldn't be able to feel his presence if he was really dead, right? Yeah. And so, and it wasn't that I was just calling forth his energy and just, re I wasn't just remembering him. Mm -hmm. I could feel him holding, you know, Kylie with me, my daughter Kylie with me. And so that let me know that death wasn't real. I knew for sure, you know, it was kind of like just an idea before then. Um, so that was a really beautiful thing. But the, the thing with the fears, with really just, clearing away the fears and not entertaining the doubts and just doing it gently. It's not like don't force yourself, of but course. you know, because it also comes down to, we are manifesting whatever we're emanating with. Mm -hmm. And so the fears, it, they're just not you. They are not you. They're not real. They're just these really, they're just like thoughts that are kind of floating around the earth that if you're close enough to them vibrationally, you'll pick them up. And your only job, I mean, yes, honor yourself when you need to cry, honor yourself as a human being. We're both in the realm of spirit and in the realm of the physical, honor both of those. But there's a time when you're in good enough alignment where you have fears come up, you don't have to look at the fear, you can just kind of wash them away. Mm -hmm. You don't have to give them space. You could just not give them any energy in that if they're just little fears popping up and continue to stay focused. It's just like when you meditate and your thoughts pop up and you just continue to move, move your attention from the thought back to the breath. You know, my guides told me before that one thing that helped me to understand how a couple of things, actually, how you can just release the fears or. One thing they told me is or showed me that you don't have to be perfect either. So 
Yeah. You know, if it's not like you have one fear and it's like, oh, no, now I'm not going to manifest that thing that is the good thing because that's actually adding fear onto fear. <laughs> and they said you don't have to be perfect sometimes when, you know, it's just basically like driving to the store. If you're driving to the store, but then you pull over to talk to your neighbor for a second, then you get back on the road, you're still going to wind up at the store. You still get there. Yeah. yeah. And if you get back onto the path lovingly, then when you get to the store at that perfect timing, then you're going to incidentally, synchronistically wind up with, you know, some other wonderful experience of someone who wouldn't have been there had you not pulled over with to speak to your neighbor. You know, it's it's yeah. that's that's what faith really is, is getting back on the path of love. And that's what it's re- revisiting the intention. My intention is to get to the store. My intention is to and then loving the things that we step off the path, whether it's we want to call it contrast or karma or whatever. As soon as we orient back to love and identify identify to it, it makes that thing that we did, including, you know, your your daughter's father's suicide. It makes it the thing that was meant to happen. That's how powerful love is. It can heal the fear that happened in the past or the bad decisions or the wrong things or the errors or the evil, whatever you want to call it, whatever that contrast you want to call it. When you orient and identify to love, it makes it the perfect thing that was supposed to have happened. Absolutely. And I love that you just said that because I have to tell um, everybody where I'm at and when the experience that I've just had, um, because yes, and I was, uh, they also think one of the things I've been using to clear doubt is to say, doubt, I love you. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's the way you, oh, I had a guest on uh, several months ago and he had just started channeling. And when he had started to channel, he or, you know, it just kind of opened up, had his psychic awakening or spiritual awakening and clairvoyance opened up. And so like sort of demonic or scary entities would show up. And he said yeah. the way that that started to go away was that he loved them. He loved the demons, whatever he called them, and they would just go away, but genuinely loved yeah. them. You know? Yes. And that's like, ladies and gentlemen, that's like the best shadow work you could do. <laughs> exactly. It's just love it. Just say, hi, I love you. I love you doubt. I love you fear. Because the moment you love it, it just like melts into it. And then it becomes love. And then it becomes a victory. <laughs> then it was like, wow, that was awesome. I'm so glad I had that challenge of doubt because now I've overcome it. <laughs> yeah, you grow from it. Beautiful. Okay. So I have to tell people this because Please. I, I think it's such a perfect, like a lot of empaths aren't able to do what I've been doing in the last 24 hours. <laughs> and because I am, I'm not perfect, but I am as vigilant as I can be in keeping my energy healed and cleared. And it's a moment to moment thing, but I just use this. I'm not, you know, this thing of just accepting that I'm not perfect. I'm not going to be perfect. So I'm in Atlantic city right now. I'm in a hotel room. That's where I'm at. I'm from Philadelphia, but we drove um, over to Atlantic City for my sister's 40th birthday party. And so I was drinking last night, not as heavily as a lot of the people that were there. Um, one woman that was there was extremely angry and upset and like shaking. And then her her son got in a car accident. Mm. And my, um, you know, just there was a lot. So many people there had so many different, very heightened emotions. And before I got here, I did my energy healing. I protected myself. I tuned into how I wanted to feel. I set my intention. I did not feel a lick of what all of those other people were feeling. And I was able to really just enjoy myself. But also when I woke up today, being that I'm like, supposedly this spiritual leader online, right? 
easily my ego could go, oh, you like, I now I'm about to get onto this live thing and I'm tired. I had been drinking, not heavily, but I'd been drinking. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm not going to be able to perform the way I'm not like, oh, I got to do some inspirational shit now. <laughs> so I was feeling that those doubts, I mean, not, I wasn't entertaining them a lot, but those doubts were coming through. And the moment they started to come through, I said, Darian, you're a channel of God mm. at any moment, at any moment. And you know what I did is, and you happened to be a little bit late, which was perfect because I sat in front of this window watching the beach <laughs> and I just connected with God. And I said, you know what, today, if, you know, it's mercury retrograde, if I feel tired, I don't have to be high vibe. And I mean, high vibe, high energy, right? I don't have to be high energy in order to channel God. And it's actually so beautiful that I am just in this kind of like, just this cozy self-love kind of energy right now. I'm like, there's seagulls in front of me, just kind of just gliding in the, <laughs> in the air. I know you guys aren't seeing this, but I am. I can feel and, it. Um, yeah. And I felt, I felt like this is such a beautiful energy to come in with because of all of the retrogrades we've got going on here. And it was the moment that I said, I can choose to be a vessel of God whether my whole body feels tired, whether I feel a little dehydrated, whether I feel, and it's the moment I started to do that, I'm no longer beating myself up. I'm not feeling guilty. I'm tuning back into the fact that I am always, always at every nanosecond, even, even beyond a nanosecond, am able to connect fully and completely with the source within me. I am always able to be a vessel for God. It does not matter where I am physically. I am always able to do that. And it's and it took me accepting myself and I really talk to myself very very lovingly very often. And I think that that's so important and I say to myself, I'm like, "Darian, you are enough as you are." Mm. Just before I got on here, "Darian, you're enough as you are." You don't need to prove anything. You being who you are is is inspiring. It is the light. And that's all you need to be. And so I was like weeping tears of joy before you came on. And I, it was beautiful. It's incredible because on my side, I had a, a very simple, well, I had a, a sort of um, balancing experience being late and thinking, oh my gosh, Darian is waiting for me in the studio and Kurt, my producer, is waiting for me and all this kind of thing. And then I was doing all of this and I kept saying, wait, no, no, that's right. I'm a channel of perfect timing. <laughs> I, I connect with perfect timing. I was saying that, you know, I was driving and all this mm -hmm. kind of stuff. And then as I was walking into the studio, I actually did say, I intend to be a clear channel, and that's all that matters. And then the other thing that I said was, I must have created this for a reason. And it's like you say, that self-love. I, I, I honored myself as a creator. And I said, there is a perfect and beautiful and loving reason that I created this, and I honor it. And I love the fact. Now I love the fact that I'm late. And it turned out you were, <laughs> we were co-creating it together. We were manifesting something really beautiful together. We were. And that's so beautiful because I needed you to be late. <laughs> I did. I needed that moment. I needed that. And, and the, the, 
the more I waited, it wasn't, I mean, I wasn't even waiting. I was just, I was so blissed out as I waited and I got deeper into bliss and I started to talk to God and I said, I don't know what else to say to you other than thank you (laughs) for your presence and say, like, this is what I, this is where I was. Thank you for your presence. But I want to point out to the people that are listening that I could not have gotten to that had I not talked myself lovingly sort of off the edge. You know what I mean? Like I was kind of guilt tripping myself and beating myself up a little bit. And I was like, hey, you're enough. Mm. You're enough just as you are. And that opened up the portal to my access to source energy. Right. Absolutely. And, And it's beautiful. And I also was thinking the reason I would tell any empath to do the spiritual work to have a loving relationship with yourself and with the source within you because it's so worth it. And I now always get to live in two realms at the same time, probably many others, but (laughs) very much aware of a spiritual realm and a physical realm. And the thing that came to me right before I came on that that all of my spiritual friends here with me wanted to let everyone know who not just is an empath, but just, I mean, I'm sure most people that watch this are just sensitive beings and just sensitive, loving beings. And we do, we do have to experience a lot of people that we might love that keep a very low vibration, but we still want them in our lives. We might have to experience really harsh things. What, my spiritual friends and I want to tell you is that you never, ever, ever, ever have to be alone. You never, ever, ever, ever were alone. You never, ever have to experience that because you always, always have everything. You have every friend you need in source. Mm. You have every, you have the soulmate you need in source. You have the father you need in source, you have the mother you need in source, you have every, you have the best friend you need in source when you just ask for it yes. and you keep asking and allow it to be and keep accepting yourself. And because last night I was with people that were in a very low vibe state and that could have felt very, very lonely for me, but it didn't. Mm-hmm. I felt wonderful. I had the time of my life and that couldn't be had I not had this relationship, but with source. But as I said, from five years old, when that little boy touched me all throughout kindergarten, I was alone from then until 24 Mm. because I didn't, I didn't know that I could make friends in really, it's, it's sort of like imaginary friends, but it's not, they're really real. I actually just had the conversation with, I'm a, a colleague, you know, on Facebook, her name is Dr. Justine Uselding, who's also an intuitive and she's a clinical psychologist. She's been on the show and she posted a little meme from the Velveteen Rabbit about the, one of my favorite quotes from Velveteen Rabbit. This is the thing is once once you become real, most of your fur has been loved off and your eyes are loose and your joints are loose. And it's but it doesn't matter because when you're real, then, you know, you're loved. That's basically what I'm paraphrasing it. I don't remember it exactly. And I told her how that really resonated with me because when I was a kid, I actually had I had all these stuffed animals because I had a very scary and lonely childhood. And I I had these stuffed animals that I talked to every single night and they were all lined up. 
And I had thought form energy, like tulpa, as it's called in, I think, in Hindi. And I had thought form energy that I had really developed. And these stuffed animals had energy, so much energy that they had become sophisticated. And my guides actually used that (laughs) energy (laughs) and connected with me. And so, and I had imaginary friends as well, who after I had my awakening, they reminded me and I met my guides. They're like, yeah, I was that imaginary friend. And how I saw them and interpreted them as a kid really made sense to how I understand them now. And so, like, just to say, you know, I had also very terrifying. uh, There was a lot of abuse in my childhood and, yeah, was always held, always, always supported. Yeah. And that. See, I didn't. Now, in psychology, they would say, you know, there's something wrong and that's a coping skill. And, of course, it is a coping skill for experiencing trauma and complex mm-hmm. PTSD, mm-hmm. but it really is real. It's all of it. Yes, exactly. We can look at it from many different perspectives. And I think they're all, they can all be useful. Whichever one is actually healing you in the moment is useful. So sometimes it is helpful to just think of it as a coping mechanism. And you know what I mean? Like that kind yeah. of cold, hard lens, maybe compared yeah. to the woo-woo that we're talking about, whichever yeah. one works at the time. Just like sometimes Absolutely. it's helpful to look at a physical illness just as a physical illness that needs to be treated, figure out the energy later. Or sometimes it's about the energy and that's more helpful and inspiring for you to be able to feed the healing effort there. Yeah, and you're always being guided no matter what. Yes, we are. You know, we are almost out of time, and I would love for you to talk about the membership that you have right now. Yes, so um, I've made, for the people that follow me, we did have a call that's been following me for a while. I've made a lot of drastic changes on my YouTube channel recently where I stopped doing my weekly Freedom Friday um, spiritual advice videos completely i've done them for five years and i took them all off and i'm going to make them more of a subscription base i'm also a singer so i'm going to be taking i'm going to be i'm going to be more of an expression of myself let's Mm, put it that way i love it some people are a little are a little scared of the change and some people are a little upset by it but i mean you know i think that they they'll figure out pretty quickly that no matter what i'm doing i'm going to be a bright light in the world and inspiring and it's only going to get better because I just decide for it too. But <laughs> I still, and I'm still coaching and I still have this really amazing monthly membership that I call keys to the empire. Mm-hmm. And it's really me giving you the keys to your empire. So that's why I developed Darian empire is the name of my business. And everything I talk about is you becoming the queen or king and the ruler of your own life and you designing your own kingdom. And it really is the same as the kingdom of heaven within you, but also your kingdom, you know? So it's very metaphorical in many ways. And so in the membership, I have, so you get a dashboard of um, every single month, there's new material. I give a reading. I do a podcast. You were just on my last podcast last yes. month. Yes, Um yeah, I do suggestions on crystals and oils and books to support whatever the theme is for that month. I give like a spiritual tool. Sometimes it's a worksheet, sometimes a meditation. And then on the Facebook group that you get to be in, we also do um, biweekly what we call coffee shop sessions where I read A Course in Miracles and we talk about it and I do readings and it's very laid back. I tell all my funny stories and I talk about, you know, I turn it into a life lesson for everybody and everybody's always laughing at my funny stories. (laughs) (laughs) 
And and we also do new moon and full moon rituals, which are completely intuitive, completely guided. I always walk us through a meditation. They're very, very powerful. And it's only 44 bucks a month. Oh, it's so and great. it's so filled with so much love. I wanted it to be like the cost of a gym membership, but something that people could get so much value for. And what I'm noticing that I didn't really have this intention of it th- at first, but the people that have been in it for a while have really, I feel like I'm really creating an army of love Mm. because they're becoming so empowered that they're now, so we have a nurse in there who now is stepping into her energy healing self that she's always really been an energy healer, but she's also stepping into it. So she now is a nurse and doing energy healings at the same, as well. I don't know at the same time, but Yeah, medical intuition kind of stuff. Yes. Exactly, which is so powerful. We have um, a woman who's going to law school to be able to um, support uh, autistic children and their families legally. Um, It's just like I could crap my eyes out that they're so powerful, the people in this group. They're such amazing, amazing people. We have a pastor in there mm-hmm. who he's um, in his internship becoming a pastor. And I really watched him grow from depression into being on stages in front of a whole church. And he's got a different message. And it's really, I believe, a, a message of God and not just the Bible, but he interprets <sighs> it in such a beautiful way. Amen. And we have amazing people in this group. And I totally did that by accident. <laughs> <laughs> So if you want, if anybody feels called to be in a group like that, I mean, I can't even, it's just, you know, I could weep talking about everybody. It's just at um, darianempire.com slash membership if you guys want to amazing oh my gosh i'm so there i can't believe i didn't sign up yet i will be there i will be there tomorrow i'm so there i know i'll be in your class (laughs) yes yes exactly let's do that uh wow that's beautiful darian i'm so excited about that and uh, i i have to tell you again we're out of time but i just want to share i'm being called to total transparency and in showing the fullness of who i am not just you know the just to this, I, I mean, sometimes I play that role of being the spiritual teacher, but come on, I'm a leprechaun, so I do silly things yeah. too. That's literally, I have uh, leprechaun yeah. energy, and I love working yeah. with creatives, and I love working with artists, and um, and also, I like to use shit and fuck sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I like to use shit and fuck too. You know, I I told you about it. I have a new show, an an additional show. Just this is a kind of an official announcement on Charmed Life. It's going to be every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, and it's called Enlightened AF with my host partner, Aiden Demarest. And Darian, I really want to have you on because it's so much fun. We talk about everything but it is still it's about spirituality but we're doing a lot of poking the fun at the ego and having a lot of fun um i i, I mentioned the the first preview episode aiden was saying oh yeah you're way into spiritual communities now because i was saying how i didn't want to get into spiritual communities when i first awakened i was like that sounds terrible i don't want to be in a community and he's like oh yeah and you're way into it now i was like yeah i'm balls deep into spiritual community now <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we get up to. So if that, I'm just going ahead and talking about it on Charmed Life. If that makes you uncomfortable, don't watch Enlightened AF or listen to it. Yeah, exactly. I feel the same though, just real quick. I know we got to go, but the same as like fitting into that spiritual guru role. And I'm like, we don't I need never it. came here to be a spiritual guru. I just came yeah. here to be myself. That is antiquated religious technology that we don't need anymore. We're here to be real now. That is just, that yeah. is outdated technology. Old story. 
Amen. Yeah. Antiquated. All right. Amen. Well, okay. We are definitely out of time, but I, oh my gosh, I, I would love to have you on every month if yeah. you <laughs> like to come on. I mean, I would love to. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Let's talk about that. And uh, so yeah. go to darianempire.com slash membership. Is that it? Correct. Yes. Okay, great. And again, thank you so much for being on. I love you so very much. And I look forward I to connecting too. again. And everyone, do please join my Patreon page, patreon.com slash Trisha Carr. And please like, subscribe, share, comment on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Trisha Carr, or on the podcast you can find on any of your podcast outlets by searching Charmed Life with Trisha Carr. I will see you again next week. I love you, whoever you are. Oh.